Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. And that's it, so let's get on with the show. Shirts, mugs, calendars, stickers, stationery, all the different art merchandising options. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about art merchandising in general, the pros, the cons, should you do it, should you not. (laughs) And I want to go over just a little bit of my insight to maybe help you choose on this process because there really are so many different ways to go about this. And I want to make sure that you're doing it intelligently, that you're not just being like, oh, I'm just going to throw my stuff on a shirt just because like, I really want you to really think like I think, uh, and just think things through is that, that that's basically what I'm saying. Okay. So we're going to get into this, but before we do, I just wanted to, you know, just spread a little insights on your art is the main thing in this equation. So you can sell anything on a mug, but your art is the first step in this. What am I trying to say? I'm basically saying you have to love what you do first. You have to love your art before you put it on a mug. And so if you don't absolutely love what you're creating and you don't get a lot of amazing feedback on it and, you know, other somebody other than your mom is saying that they want to buy it, if somebody isn't buying your art on a canvas, it's unlikely that they will buy it on a t-shirt. That's what I want to say just first and foremost. And that's not to get you down, but a lot of people, I think, will be like, well, maybe if I sell it on a coffee cup, people will buy it then. (laughs) Maybe that will solve all my problems. And I just want to say that your art, first and foremost, is the most important concept in this equation, and that is first and foremost has to be dialed in before you go sticking your stuff on all of these different things. 
because you're going to be the spokesperson. You're going to be the spokesmodel for all this. And you have to absolutely love what you just created. And as we know, that all comes with time and practice and maybe taking a couple lessons or watching a couple YouTube videos and just hours upon hours of practice into the get to the point where we love what we're creating and that way other people love it too. And it works the same with art merchandising. People are not going to buy a sticker that they don't love. It's just, okay. Now that you're, now that you get what I'm saying, we can move on to another point that I want to make before we get into all the different art merchandising ways to go about this. And that is, I don't want you to go out and buy a hundred mugs with your art on it. Cause say, say you're like, okay, yeah, I get a lot of feedback and everybody loves my art and I love it. And I'm so excited about it. I'm ready to put it on merchandising. You feel really comfortable about that. First off, go you. That's amazing. And I don't want to keep you from doing that. I just want to make sure you do it smart and don't end up with a hundred mugs that you can't sell. <laughs> Cause I've heard that happen a couple times and I just don't want that to have happen to you. I've always been really scared of it. So luckily my fear has kept me from doing all of that. But I don't want you to go out there and order a bunch of whatever we figure out is good for you today. So today I want to go through a lot of the different things and what you can offer and find out what's really true for you. And say you find it and I just don't want you to jump the gun and buy a lot of something thinking it's going to sell later because if you love it, that's the first part. And obviously you're going to sell a couple of them if you love it, but taking pre-orders is the key to all of this and will leave you from having a bunch of tote bags in your garage that you have to just almost give away because you thought it was an amazing idea and so did your mom and your grandma, but you, not even your neighbors will buy it because it's not quite their thing. So Ways to go about testing it out before you buy anything on a merchandise. And I just, I want to just put this out there first and foremost, because I think it's that important, is to test it out on your Instagram story. That's one way to do it, or make a post about it, or whatnot. Basically test it out on your social media and have people raise their hand. This is what I do when I'm thinking about starting a new anything. I'll be like, hey, raise your hand if you think you would buy this. And just so you know, 20 people who or 20% of the people who raise their hand will actually buy it. So if you are so excited because 10 people said that they were definitely going to buy your calendar when it came out, do not expect all 10 people to buy it. <laughs> and if you're like, what? You just asked me to verify if people will buy it. And, and even if they say they will, they're not. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I don't mean to be negative, Nancy, but people will tell you what you want to hear to make you feel good. And this is a problem in the Midwest, especially if you live in New York or, um, and I might be generalizing, obviously I'm, I'm generalizing the Midwest as well. I realize, but in the Midwest, people love to white lie to you and tell you that something looks good when it looks all right to make you feel better. And somebody will say, oh yeah, a lot of people will buy that, I'm sure, when they don't even plan on buying it themselves. They want to make you feel good. And I love that about the Midwest. And I love I love living here because everybody waves at each other on the, on the road. And, and if you pass by someone, you're smiling at them. And it's just 
fantastic, but you cannot trust them <laughs> when it comes down to, you know, asking someone to pull out their wallet. It's like whenever we go to plan a trip with our group friends, everybody's like, yeah, I want to get, I want to go. This is going to be amazing. And I'm just like, I always tell my husband, I'm like, let me see the flight ticket. Like that's, I don't trust anybody until they've bought their flight or, you know, booked the hotel if it's a state over or something. Cause my husband and I like to plan a bunch of travel stuff with group friends and all of that. And I'm like, I don't trust any of y'all until I see some hard cash put down. And that's how it should be too. When you're thinking about art merchandising and ordering anything in advance the only thing that I've ordered in advance were my mini prints because I I know of all the different ways that I can sell those at Christmas. I put them as thank you cards. I do all these different things. And so I would say if you can visualize yourself using them in a variety of different ways, whatever you're, whatever you're going to order and you're sure, you're positive that you can sell it, whether you have an art show coming up and you're going to put it at that and then you have an art fair coming up in the summer so you could put them there too and blah, 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 blah. As long as you plan on trying to sell all these things in a variety of different ways, then go for it. But what it comes down to at first is let's get some pre-orders before you order this stuff. Ask people, first generate some interest. That's that's the first step. Generate some interest enough to get you a little excited about it. And when you're generating interest on whatever art merchandising that you are about to invest in, you're also promoting it at the same time. So you're genuinely curious. I am genuinely curious when I say, hey, raise your hand if you want to buy this, because I want to know if there are people out there who would even, you know, humor me in the fact that they like it enough that they might consider buying it. Raise your hand. And that's usually what I do. I usually do like a raise your hand emoji. I actually just recently did that on one of my posts and a bunch of people raised their hand and got me super excited about it. And then I think the next step when you're pre-ordering something in advance like this is to or when you're ordering something in advance, is to get pre-orders. Ask people to open up their wallets. And whenever you're doing this, I think the best way is to, you know, ask people to raise their hand with a simple emoji in uh, in the comments, and it gets people talking, gets people interested, and then maybe a day later, or that day even, if you want to just jump on it, private message them and say, hey, I saw you were interested. I actually have a pre-order link right here that I would love to give you. Um, I'm thinking about ordering these by the end of the week, so it would just have to be in by then, or whatever. Give them a deadline to do it as well. And that really, really can solidify, hey, how many people are interested, how many people are not, and I think that can save you (laughs) in the long run. Okay, now that we've got all of that down, let's get into a couple different options that you can maybe offer. And I'm just going to start with stickers. And when I think stickers, I think of my friend Elise. She's at a million tiny lines. That's at a million tiny lines on Instagram. You can find Elise and she is just amazing. And she is the person that I think of when I think of stickers. And which is another point that I'm going to make in a second, but stickers are very, I think of them as very fun. Like stickers are kind of like a, oh, just like a very fun, casual type thing. I don't think of stickers as an extremely high-end item. So if you're wanting to go for high-end, this might not be it. But however, I think that 
Elise's art is very high-end, and she just does a really well, it's really well blended the way she does it with her stickers, because they're not always on a square, because I think a lot of our paintings, if we do a landscape, it's a, you get a square sticker, whereas hers, she does different animals and, and different designs on white paper, so it's like a it's a weird shape of a sticker. Just go check out her thing. You'll see them. She's posted about them all the time. It's super cute. If you're thinking of stickers, go to Elise. And I've also heard of Sticker Mule. You can go do that. She also, she has some, she uses some company. I'm sure if you go to her, her Instagram, she'll tell you what it is in a recent post. But so that think about stickers. Does that sound super fun? I have thought about doing butterfly stickers just to be honest, and I think they would super, I think they would go over well, all right. I don't think they would be my biggest seller by any chance. I think it would be very in line with what I'm doing. Butterfly stickers are super cute. However, I went and I opted for a mini print, and that is the small item that I am offering, (laughs) and that's what that's the only small item that I want to offer. I don't want to offer stickers and a mini print and a mug and all of that. So that is the main reason why I do not offer any of my stuff on art merchandising. So it's funny that I'm talking about this and I'm giving you advice from it, but I've done a lot of research and I talked to a lot of people and ultimately I've decided that it's just not my thing, but it could be yours and I'm not talking it down at all. So that's why I have not opted into this. So another one would be calendars. I have also thought about doing calendars. It would be very, very, very easy <laughs> to to put my art on a piece of calendar or on pages of calendars. <laughs> but to be honest, I just think of <laughs> I've sold calendars before. Okay, <laughs> they were not art calendars <laughs> when back in my promo days. <laughs> I, I actually made a calendar. I made a promotional calendar with girls in bikinis on trucks. <laughs> you heard it right. <laughs> and yes, I was in it. <laughs> okay. And because we were, we did promotional models. If you don't know my story before we were, before I was an artist, I ran like a promotional marketing company and I had a bunch of girls and we did products. We, we promoted products and cars and we were basically the girl in the bikini beside the car not always in bikinis okay we wore khakis most of the time just letting you know but we made a calendar one year and we would sell them at gun shows (laughs) which is just kind of comical now but I through doing that it made me realize how much work went into selling a calendar (laughs) You'd be surprised how many people don't just order calendars online just because you've posted it a couple times. No, it was very much in person selling that thing. And I, I remember we did one for 15 or two for 20. But we would walk around and do that. Anyway, okay, off of calendars. Calendars is a very easy thing. Um, and with the holidays coming up, I'd say you have December only to sell calendars. December and January at the tops. Those are your two windows to sell calendars, so think about it. But it's a very, I think calendars are a really easy one, but I think it just comes down to, do you use a calendar? Do you? Do you honestly use a calendar? Because if you say no to that, I would say walk away from that idea and don't look back. Personally, I do not use a calendar. We do these Printed Out Artist Academy calendars at 
and even that I'll write it down and I'll stick it up and then I'll just mostly use my phone to do any kind of planning. So that comes with stickers too. Do you like stickers? Are there stickers all over your refrigerator or all over your, do you have bumper stickers all over your car? And if that is a no, if you do not have stickers all over, I would say walk away from that one too. (laughs) And if you kind of get my point in this, we're trying to figure out something that you love enough to promote, not if not every day, but at least once a week. You're going to need to promote whatever it is at least once a week and be so excited about it and be so proud of it that you're going to use it in your everyday, not, maybe not even every day, but you're going to use it at least once a week and you're going to remind people naturally that you have this product and it's available. One way you could do that is through a t-shirt. Everybody loves t-shirts, right? Everybody wears shirts. <laughs> that's that's great. <laughs> and really it comes down to me as to why I never offered my stuff on t-shirts. It's 1000% is because I have no style. <laughs> and that's just the truth. <laughs> um I like what's comfortable and what looks good, but I do not keep up with style trends, and there's actually one person that comes to mind who I'm like, oh girl, you are perfect for this, uh, is Dionne Woods, if you don't follow her, she is the the turquoise iris on Facebook and Instagram and all the places, and she just recently had some designs put on handbags and a bunch of different things and she promotes the heck out of it and she does an amazing job at it and she is the perfect person to do that. So another example, go to the turquoise iris and you'll find her and you can maybe even ask her some questions about it. If this is something that you want to go down, a road you want to go down, ask her. Hey, say, hey, where do you get your stuff printed? How do you, what's, I mean, she's an open book, so I'm sure ask her. Also, you know, same thing. If you want to do stickers, message Elise. (laughs) I'm giving you your resources here. You just have to go message, and I'm sure people would love to talk to you, so don't think you're bugging someone by asking. Actually, that was how Elise and I met. I I messaged her because I found her online somewhere, and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about offering stickers. This was like, two or three years ago, and I was just playing around. I never eventually did, obviously, but and I messaged her, I was like, hey, I was thinking about offering stickers, where do you get them? And she was super nice. She gave me this long response, and then we've been following each other since. <laughs> so you never know, you might make a friend. But yeah, so another one would be, are you a coffee or tea drinker? I mean, like an avid coffee or tea drinker, because <laughs> then you could maybe put your art on a mug, or one of those, wow, like one of those things that you, what is it called? A thermos or something, like a, like a little coffee cup thermos. You could put your art on that. And I would only say that that is for the avid coffee or tea drinker. If you do not drink coffee or tea every day, do not do it. And this, that's why I have not done it because I do not drink those two things every single day. Uh, and that's that. Let's think of some other ones. Hmm. What are some other things? Maybe pillows or phone cases? A phone. Actually, you're holding your phone all day, every day. That would be a good every single day use. And 
you know, you put your head on a pillow every night, so <laughs> that could be a good one. Um, blankets, uh, face masks, they're a new thing right now. <laughs> or what about stationary or yoga mats? Speaking of stationary or yoga mats, <laughs> if you listened to the episode with Elise Dodge, that's Elise Dodge, E-L-Y-S-E, Dodge, she is absolutely wonderful and had me thinking a little bit of a different way about art merchandising because she offers her stuff on stationery and yoga mats. And I think, so stationery as in like a journal or something, Duh, don't quote me, oh man, but it's, I remember, yeah, journal, yeah. And I actually bought her yoga mat because <laughs> she talked me into it and it is amazing. I didn't buy her uh, yoga or her journal obviously because I'm not even sure if that's what it is. But go check out Elise Dodge and you'll see her post about her yoga mat because she does yoga every single day or most days. And so she's there's plenty of chances to take photos and or put it on her story and do all the things. But I interviewed her about a month or two ago, so if you want to look back on her episode, she is great, and she really made me think differently about merchandising. So her art sells for several thousands of dollars, and so her thinking was she didn't want to offer something for less than $10, because that's just kind of, it's it's kind of a stretch. She wants to be the more high-end artist and I commend her for that because I think it's such good branding and so she wanted the best of the best yoga mat she wanted the best material and she just wanted something she was super proud of and she mentioned how with that came less orders because it costs more if you want the best of the best you're going to pay the best prices you get what you pay for that's another thing on this you just you get what you pay for if you order something from china that's super cheap expect customers to call you in a month and say hey it broke what do i do you know like you you can do something like that if you want um, but maybe not (laughs) maybe don't and not to tell you what to do but So I was talking to her about that and she said it just made sense for her life. And she mentioned how she likes to journal and how so that also made sense for her life. And it goes along with the yoga mat. Journals, yoga mats, that they those things just go together. It thinks it's the person who meditates. You know, a lot of people will wake up and write down their dreams, or if you want to do the artist pages, if you've read the artist's way, <laughs> that you use a journal in that. And if you don't, if you haven't read that, I highly recommend. This is another little pit stop on there, but it's the artist's way. And just Google that one. I'm sure it's everywhere books are sold. It's a great for it's a great read for starting artists people who are just starting and I guess people who are you know midway through their careers well probably anyone but I think most for people who are just starting and maybe aren't full-time yet or just got into full-time I think it can really help your confidence so a little side note go to the artist's way and buy that book I'm not affiliated and I want to get the author on this podcast so I'm putting that out there and I'm gonna message her Anyway, so figure out what goes with your life that you think would be amazing to get on 
merchandise. I thought about one thing that I really wanted to do was put my logo and or art and do like a white labeling type thing and put it on um, paintbrushes because I'm teaching art. So that makes sense <laughs> to put it on paintbrushes and sell it that way. That's more of a like a white labeling. White labeling is when a product or service removes their brand and logo from the end product and instead uses the branding requested by the purchaser. That's straight from Google. <laughs> and so it's basically taking your logo and putting it on something, but however someone else made it. Amazon does it. A lot of people flip and sell products through Amazon and somebody makes it in China or wherever and they just put their logo on it and they sell it that way. That's a completely other thing as well. Um, but getting back to more of the art merchandising type thing, putting your pretty art on something that people know that you're not making. And also just think about your core business plan. You know, in the Artist Academy Advance, we're going through the September prep and we just made a art marketing plan and we just you know we made out our plan and what we want to do for the next five one or three months or sorry three months one year or five years and we just we worked back from that and we decided where does our art business where do, where do we want it to go and you figure out all of these things and you always look back at your art marketing plan and say, does that align with where I want to be? And a lot of the ways that I decide is if all the extra stuff that I'm doing is, does it create passive income that's a bit easier to do than having to go create a mural? And a lot of this, a lot of this merchandising stuff, it does create passive income but you have to work at it. And another thing I just want to I just want to say before you do this, it's going to be a lot harder to sell things than you think. <laughs> we mostly do a service business. I I would call it a service business, murals and commissions. Um you're giving them a product, but mostly you're you're doing a service. That's what a lot of us start out with. We take commissions. A lot of people, you know, you don't have people buying your art and buying your prints a ton in the beginning. It's just a whole different game than getting commissions and you taking instruction from someone rather than you saying, hey, I have a product, buy it. Or as they get no customization. Uh, being able to customize what you have and give it back to them, that adds a whole other level of just customer satisfaction. Whereas with this, we have to rely on the customer loving it <laughs> ahead of time and us talking them into loving it a little bit later. We go through a lot of pitching strategies and selling techniques inside the Arts Academy Advance, but I just wanted to make you a little bit aware that you are going to have to put on your, your sales hat in order to do all of this. And if that makes you a little uncomfortable, I would say get over it. <laughs> you have to get over it one day, and but just know you're going to have to sell it. It's not going to be super, super easy. <laughs> and just doing this, one last thing, it takes away from your main product. Like I mentioned, our main product is our art. That is the most popular thing. And anything extra is going to be extra work. And don't expect you to unveil a new product and it just solve all your art problems and oh I'm just gonna sell calendars for the rest of my life no it is it's another thing that you're offering and it's another thing you're talking about and it's less that you're talking about your main product which is your paintings 
I know that they kind of go together and you're, you have a painting on a mug or a t-shirt and all that, but it's less time that you're talking about you creating artwork and you being able to create artwork for your customer. It's another thing and it takes away, I think, from the bigger picture and if you're like, okay, well, I am fashionable and I drink coffee and I do yoga and I'm going to offer all of these things at once, I am, I don't want to say don't do it because I don't want to tell you what to do. And I've seen students before where they try literally everything and I'm like, mm, no, okay, well, and I just like look at it and cringe a little bit, but then something works out. Because that's how you figure it out, right? You just have to throw things at the wall and see what sticks. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. And then they're like, no, I sold 10 of these. I'm like, okay, good. (laughs) Good for you. So it kind of, and I don't know your art business. You know your art business. So I can't make this decision for you. And I hope I haven't talked you out of it completely. Because I do think that it would be a really great fit for a lot of you. Okay, so if I haven't talked you out of it and you're like, nope, I want to do this, I want to give it a try, and I'm not going to order 100, I'm going to take pre-orders first, I'm going to listen to all that, and you're like, okay, how do I do it? So I have a couple recommendations for websites that you can go try, and I want to say that I've had experience with smugmug.com, S-M-U-G-M-U-G.com, I have some experience with them, they are fantastic, their customer service is fantastic, and you can actually set up your own site on smugmug.com and people can order from that site. So, they'll also drop ship for you and everything. I am not affiliated with SmugMug at all. I should be getting paid to do this, but I am not. (laughs) We'll wait for, you know, maybe they'll sponsor it, an episode in the future or something. But, so SmugMug.com, and I'll put all of these in the notes. And another one would be CafePress.com. So, CafePress.com. That's another one. You can make all the different kinds of t-shirts and all that stuff. And another one that I recommend would be Zazzle. So Zazzle.com. It's spelled just like you think. (laughs) It's also in the notes. So if you're looking around, also you can just Google. If you want to just Google art merchandising websites, I'm sure a ton will pop up. And really, if if you know something specific, I would say find someone who's selling it and message them. And get a little insight before you do it because you never know what they're going to say. And... Or maybe even put it on your story. Hey, has anybody used this web- this website before? Blah, blah, blah. And you might have someone come on there and say, yes, I love it. Or no, don't do it. Or read the reviews is basically what I'm saying. Okay, that's all I have. I hope that this doesn't scare you away. And I hope you may give you a little bit of clarity on how to do some art merchandising. And that's it. All right, I will see you next week. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you, 
called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week.